What did you just say? Said we're going to be dropping the mic on our teaching today. Boom. Boom. Wow. That's awesome. Just don't drop your phone. No. Just like you did because thank God I'm paying for warranty. Yeah, thank God. Phones are expensive nowadays. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Not as expensive as your soul, but it, hey. they're expensive. You know what I'm saying? Yo. In the house, neighborhood preacher, we're live and always in effect. Serving the God, Jesus Christ, who did resurrect. What's going on, family, church, beloved? We just want to extend our love. Thanks a lot for joining us. Yes, thank you for joining on our podcast as well. Yeah, and a lot of times I try to wave at you and it just doesn't work. So take this as a wave. Listen, Mick, what's up, fam? Man, I love you, bro. Thanks for joining. Um, we're just, uh, we're going through, through the scriptures. Me and Janet, we definitely love to share with you. That's um, what we're going to keep on doing. Um, hey, hi, Yvette. We're, we're going to keep on doing this and uh, what God puts on our heart uh, for sure. Listen, we've, we've, we've talked at, at a portion of, of time, some time ago, we've talked about um, you know, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit, we're moving into God, the Holy spirit. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Um, it's blessed my life. And every time I try to meditate on the scriptures of, of God through the Holy spirit, it floors me every time. But what we want to do is, is we really, really want to zoom in on, on, the son of God and what he says about the father. I, I'm excited about it. I'm overwhelmed by, by my excitement for it because this is the son of God on the earth in action. And we're going to look at John um, chapter 10 and we're going to look at verse 22 through, I believe 39, but check this out. If, if, if you're joining me, um, pay attention to, to, to what we're going to share with you. I, I think you're going to be blessed by it. Uh, check this out. In, in John chapter 10, verse 22, it says, Now, it was the feast of the dedication of Jerusalem, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in to the temple. What's the temple? That's the church. So Jesus walked into the church, into the temple in Solomon's porch, and then, guess who surrounded him? The Jews. The Jews surrounded him and said to him, How long do you keep us in doubt? If you are Christ, tell us plainly. You see, I think, I think this stood out for me and where, what, what we're going to reveal through the scriptures, just what we're going to share with you. Because I believe God, Jesus Christ, I believe he's still trying to, plainly to reveal himself. Wow, that's good. Yeah. I mean, you had teachers on teachers. And you had you had the Jews, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. You had these smart people who seemed just like people in this world now. They seemed like you know their life could be going into disarray. Um, they could be having some complications. Mm-hmm. Things could be looking dark. And when it's raining, it could be pouring. And people are 
what it seems interested in just plainly tell me is Christ real plainly tell me is God real plainly tell me did does this Jesus thing work right so G so Jesus is God in the flesh yeah and I mean it's so powerful to me. I really want to express this to you from my heart. I mean, before Jesus was born, they they told him to name him what? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. Right. It was not just a name of a little baby. Right. Hey, pull it out of a a hat. This would be a great name. Boy. Yeah, to name your baby boy put a little bit of spirituality on it and we're going to name him Emmanuel, God with us. No. There was a purpose behind his name and it was that God was with us. Right. Amen. So check, check this out where they said, how long do you, you're going to leave us in doubt? If you're Christ, tell us plainly. In verse 25 of chapter 10 in John, Jesus answered them and said, I told you, and you do not believe. How many times do we share Christ with someone? Mm -hmm. We make it plain, but they don't believe. So Jesus is the son of God. He's God in the flesh. Mm -hmm. He is before the Jews, and he says, I've already told you, but yet you do not believe. Mm -hmm. He says, the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. Pay attention to this. Jesus says, I give them eternal life. Imagine speaking to the Jews at this time saying, I have the ability and the power. You're so cute. I have the ability and the power to give eternal life. I mean, this is really big. This is a big moment right now. Jesus says, I have the power to give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Mm -hmm. This is what Jesus just said. But Jesus repeats himself and he gives a greater meaning. Not only of the father, but himself. Watch this. In verse 29, Jesus continues and says, My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. Wait a minute. He just got through saying, The sheep that hear my voice, they're my sheep, and no one can snatch them out of my hand. Then he says, My Father who gave them to me is greater than all, And no one can snatch them out of his hand. Which hand is he talking about? Right, exactly. He's talking about God the Father. 
And he's saying it in such a way that he's revealing that he's God himself. That they are one. Now check this out. Check this. He says, no one's able to snatch him out of my father's hand. And look at verse 30. This is, this is going to bless you. Jesus says, I and my father are one. Huge statement. Ridiculous statement to say in front of the Jews. So in verse 31, we see, then the Jews straight up, they took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, many good works I have shown you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? He does. And, and this is what I want to reveal to you. And this is where I want to build our faith. And this is where I want to equip us in our Christian and our walk in a relationship with God as we face the world. Yep. I want to equip us tonight into this truth. That Jesus was talking to the Jews because he knew instead of having a relationship with God... They were all about works. Right. Wow, that's really good. It was all about how you did it, where you did it, who was watching, right. the routine, mm-hmm. the routine they had. Religious mentality, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Very good. It was a religious mentality in which sometimes we can find ourselves in, right. justifying right. ourselves by going to church or doing good works or filming ourselves as we feed the poor. Right. Exactly. Jesus spoke to them right at their heart matter. Ooh, that's good. Right he time. knew their heart was in the proving, in the doing. And he said, The works that I have done verify who I am in the Father. He says, you want to stone me? You want to kill me? Which of these works do you want to stone me for? It's amazing to me. And it it breaks my heart. Because Jesus was the Son of God. Equal to God, but did not consider himself equal, but honored the Father. He was there to save the lost, to save the sick, to be the salvation to the world. And yet, there was not one of these works that could get him killed or could cause him to be persecuted, but yet, with their evil, backbiting, devilish passions, they sunk their claws into him. They were waiting to catch him up with their evil, hateful, jealous hearts. But yet they could not condemn him on any of the words he said or the works he did, but yet they still did not believe. They still didn't believe, right? They still were rejecting him. Yep. And it... It, this portion of the Bible is just screaming to me. Mm-hmm. 
because Jesus, the Son of God, was on the earth. The Bible says that we beheld his glory and we received him not. How many today are beholding Christ in your life, through you and in you and in us, and yet they still want more than the writing on the wall? By religion, by religion and not relationship. Yep, 100%. So what do we see? That in verse 33, the Jews answered him saying, for a good work, we do not stone you. We do not want to stone you. Right. But for blasphemy and because you being a man, Make yourself God. The Jews would not have picked up rocks to kill Jesus Christ, the Son of God, unless the way he was speaking was making him to be God. And I want to reveal this to you as we talk about and as we educate, as we equip our walk with God, that God is the Father. And he's in the, he's the father. God is spirit, remember, but God is the father. God is the son. God is the Holy Spirit. And what we understand here is that Jesus is not just talking plainly on the son of God. He's saying, I am as if I'm God. I can give eternal life and no one can take them out of my hand. For I have my heavenly father. He's greater than them all. And no one can take them out of his hand. They're, they're perplexed. Ooh, girl. You got it. Jesus says, I and my father are one. Such a beautiful truth to embrace at that time that they did not embrace. What we need to understand is, that as we embrace Jesus Christ, we're embracing God himself. We want to know God's will for our life. We want to know what God's image is. Mm -hmm. We want to know all about the creator of the heavens and the earth who sits above the atmosphere and the universe itself. Mm -hmm. But yet, a lot of times, we don't have a relationship with, with Jesus Christ himself, who is one with the Father. Mm -hmm. So listen, what we wanted to do was bless you tonight with the reading of this word, with with the magnifying, with the magnifying glass on this, on this portion of the Bible to show you as we get ready to explore God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three in one, that's how amazing God is. We get to see now that Jesus not only is the Son of God, but he's one with God. We're going to blow you away through the scriptures when Jesus speaks himself about who not only God is, but who the Holy Spirit is. It's going to change your life. 
It's going to revolutionize your life, not because I said so, but because this Bible is alive, it's living, and it's eternal. It's still the number one selling book in the world, and it's still the number one selling book that is changing lives. Stay encouraged, my brothers and sisters, and know that God the Father was with Christ and the Holy Spirit in the beginning before he formed the worlds. He framed them. The Bible says that Jesus was with God in the beginning. John chapter 1 verse 1 says that in the beginning was the Word, was Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We see here Jesus making himself very humbly, very plainly, in the form of God. As the Son of God, honoring the Father, he says, me and the Father are one. The more and more, brothers and sisters, people of God, the more and more me and you start to examine who Jesus Christ is in the scriptures, the more and more we start to look like him, we start to sound like him, we start to walk like him, talk like him. And then we understand and we, we look back and we realize, wait a minute, I'm transforming into the image of God. Right. Amen. And I want to say love like him. Amen. Because, you know, some of us, including myself, had to learn and transform my mind in that area. Definitely. Wow. Love like Jesus loves. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It says, be transformed. I beseech you. It says, it says I'm, call, I'm, I'm, I'm compelling you to do this. I'm... I'm reaching for you on this one. He's saying, be transformed in your mind by the renewing yes. of your mind with the word of God. Yep. And who was the word? Mm. The word was? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yep. Listen, I, we're falling in love with Jesus. Um, more and more every day. Jesus is so special. Um, there's no greater investment than you can make. Um, Jesus was pointing out their religious behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not by works that we're saved. It's by Jesus Christ alone. Yeah. God overshadowing by the Spirit, Mary, she was impregnated with God's Spirit. Mm-hmm. He had to save us by allowing himself to come through a baby boy, his son, to walk on this earth as a human man. The more and more I'm falling in love with Jesus and spending time and staying close, the more and more sin has no advantage on me. That's right. I'm, I'm transforming rapidly. And if anybody wants to know if this God is real that we serve, the creator of heaven and earth, if Jesus Christ is real, they're going to know it by me and you. We're not perfect. But allowing Christ 
and the Holy Spirit, for us to be consumed, for us to put him first, for us to deny who we are, that he might take over a life exchange, not a lifestyle, because a lifestyle you can visit. But a life exchange means you die with Christ. You are buried in his burial. And the only thing that's resurrected is himself. We find a constant battle in the flesh that tries to rise up again and become alive again. And as long as you feed the flesh, it has power to live. But when you crucify the flesh and its deeds and you put it under submission, listen, it's just like a muscle. The more and more you activate your relationship with God, your surrendering to God, your humility to the Lord, you saying, no, not my way, but your way, not my will, but your will. This, I know you're true. You are the living God. I know I can stir myself up to deny myself for my life is hidden in Christ Jesus alone. If I can get to that place where I'm moving with momentum, feeding myself on the word, washing myself daily, persecuting and putting under the flesh, crucifying it with its deeds. Before you know it, Christ is so full of power by his spirit in you. And the only way I was able to be taken away out of the will of God and walking with Satan himself was by me continuing to deny the word, deny the spirit. And before you know it, I'm feeding the flesh. There is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ. And listen, if you continue to be at the feet of Jesus, if you continue to give all of your heart to him, he will not bring you to shame. He will grow and thrive in you. Listen, we wanted to encourage you that Jesus Christ, not only in the scriptures, is walking on the earth. He's before the Jews. They crowd him. They want to stone him to death because in this portion of scripture in John chapter 10, 22 through 39, we'll finish it here. They want to stone him in in, um, 33. He says, you being a man, make yourself like God. Jesus answered that and said, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. Do you say of him whom the father sanctified and set in, sent into this world, you are blasphemy? Because I said, I am the son of God. If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the father is in me and I in him. He validates himself being one with the Father again. He says, therefore they sought again to seize him, but he escaped from their hand. Listen, my brothers and sisters, our time's up. But as we continue to surrender our life to Christ and we're one with him, we actually become one with the Father. People need to see us 
devout, committed, loyal to God, to where we love him, that we keep his word, and we love him, that we abolish and stay away and abstain from sin. We need to love Christ so much that he's more valuable than the frivolous, the fast pleasure and fulfillment we could possibly get that goes away in sin. We want to encourage you tonight. We love you. We ask that you just continue to pray for us. We're going to continue to pray for you. We just really know that God is working in your life. We thank you for taking the time to sit and join um, with me and my wife. And, and as your neighborhood preacher, listen, I really want to become a man that has no rapport other than Jesus Christ himself. I love you. I appreciate all your support. Uh, We're going to need it even more and no joke about it. We're not stopping. Um, We know all about stopping and we know all about um, folding and shrinking back. And the Bible says that that is not for us. Those that would shrink back is not a part of the body of Christ. And I want to become, and we want to become a militant people for God. Would you join us? Would you support us? Would you pray for us? And would you, would you stand by us as we start building ourselves up in this militance and in this, this commitment and this loyalty and this strong, bold passion for Christ? Because what we want to do is change the world around us. That's right. Pretty soon, we're going to be hitting the streets. Pretty soon, um, I, I see you. I, I, David, man, big shout out to you, uh, Yvette. Um, all, the, all of you who, Matt, um, all of you who uh, believe in the gift of God in our life, listen, it's time that we take back what Satan has robbed and what he's stolen from the body of Christ and families and, right. and the worlds and the atmospheres that are around us. Listen, we believe that God is doing something great. And right now is no time for you to take a chill, for you to take a break. Right. Strengthen yourself and stir the gift of God that is within you. Stir it up, my brothers and sisters. Listen, we want to bless you. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, we believe that every hearer right now we believe that those that will set their minds on the things of the Spirit, we believe an increase is coming right now. We believe the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power is coming upon our lives to be leaders, to equip the body of Christ, to be an example, to be out in the midst of the world into those that are perishing, into those where families are being broken apart, 
where relationships are being severed. We believe in restoration. We believe in your power to restore our hearts with the joy of our salvation. Jesus, you didn't come and die for nothing. You came that you might fill us right now where we are, where we're listening, in the car, in the home, in our workplace. No matter where we are, we believe you are with us. We believe you are strengthening our walk with God right now. We believe that our words are going to heal someone. We believe our encouragement is going to revive somebody to pursue the living God again. We believe in the boldness that you're giving us to stand firm in the word of God, to be able to lay hands on the sick and see them recovered. It is by your works and your spirit and your power. And we believe now in the mighty name of Jesus for revival. We believe for revival by the Holy Spirit, the spirit in which you have left here on the earth. We believe now for relationships to come together, to be restored. We believe for forgiveness, the spirit of forgiveness to cover up what has severed relationships, to restore relationships. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing in our life. We believe you're healing broken hearts. We believe that you're healing disease right now. We believe you're healing sickness right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We take it personal. We believe by faith. We believe that by your stripes, by the beating you endured, by the cross and the shame you endured, and the death and the the burial and the resurrection, we believe that by your stripes we are healed. We believe that the work you performed on Calvary has set us in right standing with God, with you, Christ, and we believe we are the working instruments on this earth right now, the vessels of God that you're pouring into, that our life is not frivolous. It's not going nowhere. It's not without purpose, but it's full of purpose. It's full of meaning. It's full of your anointing. It's full of breakthrough. And we believe right now you're using us not only in the capacity that we are, but we stretch out this earthen vessel. We stretch our faith to believe that you're filling us now to a greater capacity. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive it. Receive it, beloved. Receive it, my brothers and sisters, and stay strong. Remember, your neighborhood preacher, the devil is a liar. Stay up, stay prayed up. And until then, we'll see you again on Saturday, 10 a.m. and Mondays, 8 uh, 8 p.m. But listen, stay encouraged. If there's anything you need, reach out. We love you. God bless you. You go.